We'll do a review of the Kutes Sichas in Chelik Yud, the third Sicha for the Parsha of Bereshis. In this Sicha, it's a Rashi Sicha, uh, not directly uh, on a Rashi, but explaining how come Rashi doesn't explain uh, why um, the power of speech was taken away from the snake. Uh, the Rebbe proves from the Pesukim that in Shal Mikra, the snake had a power to speak, and then that was taken away from him. So while we find in the Pesuk that Hashem cut off the legs of the snake, the Pesuk does not specify that the power of speech was taken away from him. Uh, the Rebbe eventually learns that actually from the fact of the verse in the Posik as he's being cursed, uh, that includes that power of speech, which is the cause for the sin he persuaded the Chava with the Eitz Hadas, and that is included in those words, as the Rebbe will explain, that he did lose his speech uh, which is directly related to this sin, Mido Kineged Mido. The Rebbe also learns out a uh, powerful Hero uh, in the end of the Sicha that if by the uh, bad measure, which means punishment, the snake lost more than it uh, had originally, uh, how much more is on the good side, that you are rewarded a lot more than you have in, in the beginning. Well, let's see inside. Let's learn inside. Aleph. Kvardumar Kamapam, we've already spoken many times, Shadarku Shal Rashi, that it is Rashi's nature, a custom, Liyashiv, Bipirushoi, to answer, to settle with his commentary. As kol dover hakoshe, every item which is difficult, bepirush haposhu chalaksuvim in the simple meaning of the verses. Ubemokim shemiserere seize kushe bepashtus havenosim chalaksuvim, and in a place where a question arises, in the simple understanding of the verses, veein hu oimid oleho lefarsho uliyashva, and Rashi does not place himself on that issue to explain it and to settle it, so then that in of itself is the evidence that in Rashi's opinion, in Rashi's view, it is not a question at all. He has no need to comment on this and to explain it for this matter is understood, self-understood, self-explanatory, and Rashi doesn't have to explain it. So therefore, we need to understand. So based on this, we need to understand what is Rashi's reasoning? He does not mention anything at all to settle a very simple question. Apparently, which arouses when it arises when we study uh, the verses in our parsha, as we will see. So first, the Rebbe is going to establish over here um, that the Nachash actually spoke, and that speech was taken away from him. Some of the Mefarshim want to explain that it wasn't actually speech, but Rashi does not comment. So it means that according to Rashi, he had speech, and from the fact that we see that the sentence of this snake does not speak, that means that the speech was taken away. And the Rebbe's question is, why doesn't the Pasuk say that it was taken away? from the fact that the Posik says and it's not only once two times the Torah says that the Nochosh said Rashi does not explain at all what is this 
uh, saying of the of the snake. What what does it mean that this the Rashi doesn't say anything? The loik come of a come mefarshim, unlike other mefarshim. Many other mefarshim have a different take on that. Uh, the Rebbe refers to the Torah Shlema that they have various different uh, brings down different interpretation what it means vayomer, but Rashi doesn't say anything. So that's muhach, That's evidence shepirusha shel tevas vayomer ubepashtus that the meaning of the word. Vayoymer, and he said, means literally. What does it mean, a, sna- a snake said? Because bizman hahu, hoyo hanochosh bitivoy medaber. At that time, the snake naturally spoke. Kemoi b'nayotam, just as humans do. Av sheloi matzinu kazois b'shum balchayim acher. We don't find this by no other uh, living things, no other animals, but the snake was uh, different. He spoke. Now, we know that presently snakes don't speak, and they're descendant of that snake. And since the snakes nowadays, who are the sea, the Pasik said when they were punished, so they are the uh, seed and the descendants from the original snake, don't have the quality of speech. So we have to therefore say, we are forced to conclude that after the time, this capabilities, this quality was taken from him. He doesn't speak anymore. So when did this happen all of a sudden? We know the snake spoke, and we know he doesn't speak now, so it makes sense to say, that this happened in this earlier snake, in the curses in which the snake was cursed for his sin. So there was also included that curse that he shall not be able to speak anymore. So that is what it is logical to conclude. But the question is, so why does the Torah not say this, that his speech was taken away? Eladim Cain ain't a move on, but if so, it's not understood. Why does the Pasuk not explain that also that was part, also the curse of the snake was also in this matter, that his mouth was closed, he can't speak anymore. So that's a kushiv, a pashtus avonos This is a question which is in the simple understanding of the verse. We don't find an answer for this question in Rashi's commentary. So that's the question the Rebbe raises. The Rebbe concludes that in Rashi holds that the snake spoke originally, and then that was taken away with him when he was cursed. So why does the Torah not mention that? So the Rebbe says, that maybe we'll say it's so obvious, because since he spoke, and we know that he lost that, because now he doesn't speak, so that we know what happened. Uh, he was cursed, and so... We don't need the Pasuk to tell us, but it's not to tell us that the snake doesn't speak. The question is, why isn't this curse mentioned? So, so don't answer, we can't say the answer is, that for this reason alone, since from the type of snakes nowadays, it's evident, that the mouth was closed, because for the core, for the reason uh, of his sin, that he was cursed, so the first snake was cursed, we see they don't talk today, and he talked, so it means that he was cursed, so we know that, and therefore, the Pasuk has no need to articulate this, because this is so obvious, this matter, that this took place, that this is part of the curse. Rashi in Tzorich Lahazbir Madul in his parish because of Rashi has no need to explain why this has not been articulated in the verse, that he doesn't have speech, because we know that. But the question the Rebbe says is not 
that the Pasuk should tell us that he doesn't have speech, the snake, the Torah should tell us that he was cursed in that. Because this only gives us the answer, that the Pasuk and Rashi they don't have to tell us the fact that the, 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 the Nachash was cursed and doesn't speak. is something which we can understand in ourselves. But in our case, what is our question? It's not that we wouldn't know it, but So why isn't this man mentioned? The quote, the Pesach, it says, Shem Lekim speaks to the Nochash, that because you did this, that what is going to be his punishment? So we should also mention the fact that he lost his speech. Why is there no mention in the curse that that is part of the curse that Hashem gave to the Nochash? In Ois Beis, the Rebbe tries to suggest that maybe we can say that when the Eivishter says you'll be cursed from all the animals and from all the uh, wild animals of the field, it has to be that his speech was taken away because if he's cursed from all, all animals don't talk, so then he has to uh, be that Hashem cursed him that he shouldn't talk, because otherwise he would have an advantage uh, from all the animals. So that's included. Order means don't talk. But the Rebbe argues that the fact that the Torah specifies in the curses that also the snake should walk on its stomach, that means that this posik of order Atta is just an introduction giving us the general idea, but the curses specifically have to be numerated, and just like the Chon no legs. Let's let's look inside. Ois beis. We could have said, uh, are you questioning why does the pasuk not mention that it lost its speech? But we can possibly say that this punishment is included in the fact that the verse says you are cursed from all the animal and all of the wild animals of the field. The Mekivon Shenemar Orur, since it says you are cursed, Mikol Habehemo, Mikol Chayesasoda, which means you are the worst, you are cursed more than any of the animals, the tame animals, many of the wild animals of the field, which means Garua Mikol Habalchaim. You have to be on lower, worse off than any of the other living. So then it's understood that Hashem will close the mouth of the snake from speaking. Just as it is with regards that the snake was the slyest of all the animal. And yet, and after the curse, that slyness, that the uh, special chokhmah uh, that he had, the slyness that he had, was taken from him. So we're saying also it was taken from him. He used to be uh, un, uh, able to speak. Uh, that's part of the chokhmah. And then no more chokhmah, no more orma, because he can't speak anymore. And that's included because it says order. So the Pasuk is saying, you're asking, the Pasuk is not saying, that is part of Oru Mikol. So, the Imloikein, if you're going to say that he still can speak after the Orur, then he's not more cursed than everybody, the old animals. But rather, on the contrary, he's still more important than all of them. He has an advantage, he can speak. So therefore, the Eibishter does not have to say a specific curse that you shall lose your speech in the Klola. No need to say that. Because when he says you're cursed from all the animals, it means that speech was taken away. So the Rebbe says we can't really say that. Because if we do say that, then we have a question. So why did Hashem have to say that you will lose your legs? Uh, even legs is also he has to. That would be an advantage over some creatures that don't have legs. So we would know that. So let's look inside. Avalapizei namuvan. 
But according, if this is the explanation, we don't understand. Lama pida ta'inish. Why did the Hashem uh, in the curse specify the punishment that the snake should be walking on its stomach, losing its legs? That is also included in this curse that you're cursed from all. It has to include also that losing the legs and going on the stomach, the koilagam came kolchayur emeses. Because when it says of all the animals, that would be even the uh, living things that creepy crawl on the shein loraglaim that has no legs. That's what's called remeses that it crawls on the without legs. Ubemeilamuvon. So since it has to be cursed from everything, if the nachash had legs, remained with legs. Uh, then it wouldn't be Mikol. So when Hashem says, you're cursed Mikol, it has to be even from the Remes. Otherwise, you would have advantage over the Remes because it has legs. The Remes doesn't have legs. That also would include the punishment of cutting off of the legs. That there should not be an advantage of the snakes over the Remoshim. So we have to cut off his leg. So if the curse is included in then David doesn't have to specify that it has to walk on its stomach, the snake, because we already said it by our Ma'atomikol. And the Rebbe is saying like that, it's not that we are trying to tell you that first the uh, snake had legs, and now it doesn't have legs. Because we wouldn't know that this snake had legs. This is not part of the Torah story that the snake has legs. This is part of the curse of Hashem that the snake should lose its legs. Our question is, the Abishter has already cursed the snake that his legs should be taken away by saying, just like we tried to explain, uh, that's why Ebishter cursed him that it should close its mouth, it shouldn't speak. So, why would the Torah have to mention it in Hashem's curse to take away the legs? Hashem has already said it. It would be make okay, it would be logical if we can understand if this idea comes as the Torah relates a story to us. So So then we would have to, the Torah needs to tell us that they should to cut the legs because we would have no idea that it had legs. Had it not been for the Torah relating that to us, we wouldn't have known that originally he had legs and then he was punished and they were cut off. So if the Torah told us in a story that the Nachash had legs and it was cut off, that wouldn't we wouldn't have a problem with that because the Torah needs to tell us that so that we understand that there's something else that took place over here. But this is saying that this is talk to the Nachash, not to us. This is the curse that Hashem is telling the Nachash. That's what the Torah writes. You should be cursed from all. Shekoilu gam ha'inish, which also includes the Torah specified, the al gechayin chotelech canal that you should be going on your stomach. It must be included because since it's mikol, means everything. So we have to include that they can't have legs because otherwise it wouldn't be mikol from the remesh canal. Imkain haremiyutam ashekosu acharze al gechayin chotelech. So why is Hashem telling the snake go on your stomach when it's already told him? Uh, which means he doesn't have legs. So therefore, we have to therefore explain that no, that the Pasuk is just a general introduction. It is not the curse itself. It's just Hashem saying to you, you'll be cursed. And then it goes through the specifying that one of the curses is you won't have legs. So how come the Torah doesn't say your mouth will be closed also? So from this, it seems that it's evidence 
When the Torah says you should be cursed and coiled, from the fact that the Torah goes on later on to specify that you will walk on your stomach, they lose his legs. Nemar kagdoma klolis. So when the Torah says originally ato or this was just a general introduction to the punishments that are detailed later on. Tension with these words himself was not to the specific punishment. So then we get back to our question to place why was it not articulated in the saying Hashem to the snake that the capability of speech will be taken away from you since that was taken away and in the introduction that is not what is the actual curse why don't we find a curse for that itself in Oiz Gimel the Rebbe will explain that actually this curse specifically of losing the ability to speech is hinted in the words of Orr Atomikoil. Since the Posik sort of says, the Posik starts, Hashem says to him, you've done this, which means it is sort of Mida for Mida. For you've done this, you use your speech to cause this sin, you're gonna Orr, you're gonna lose your speech. The other things of not being able to walk, that's additional. But specifically, as Osiso Zeus is losing the speech, let's look inside. So this is what the Pasuk is very clearly referring to over here in the simple meaning of the Pasuk, Gimel. But in truth we can say, that the Pirush is, as we said earlier, that that is actually the curse that his mouth will be closed. And the Rebbe will explain, the, the, the problem with that is, so but that should include everything. No, that should include also, why does it say then, the Rebbe asked, the Rebbe explained, no, this specifically includes the speech, losing the speech, why? We'll introduce, what this that Hashem said to the snake, when he started in the beginning of his words, he says to him, because you did this, the Pasuk says, that's what you're cursed. Why does the Torah have to say, because you did this? It would seem these words are extra. Because from the flow of the story, it's understood and it's obvious that the punishment is for the sin. So why do we have to say because you did this? The yesh lamer, so we can say that the intention with this is to explain to the nochosh in what way is he cursed from everything? And why specifically? So he says because you did this, which means for this, for speaking, for causing through your speech, in this itself, measure for measure, ye ought to be cursed. What is this item that caused him to uh, bring the sin of Chavo? What is the main item through which the general action shall hanochosh of the snake lahachti as chavo to get chavo to sin shabo be'oifon nesuyom al yidei shayorum. Okay, well, come on. It came in a specific way. His speech was in a sly, in a tricky way. Okay, well, come on, but it came through the speech, being able to use the speech in a tricky way. That was the power of speech. For without it, he cannot come with persuading words to Chava to get her to uh, take part of the Eitz 
so based on the above that this curse is directly connected with the connected mida for what they did move on it's understood therefore what is the punishment you did this then you'll be cursed you did this which means that is mainly directed mainly to the power of his speech and also to the slyness of the uh, trickery of this snake. The snake will be worse in this matter, in the speech, in the mouth. From all the animals and from all the tame and not only will he not be advantageous over them with the advantage of the power of speak, even they will also be lacking that characteristic that it is in the other animals. They could make sound voices. Nihima roaring, Nihima moaning, roaring, shagav chulu, various kinds of noises that are made by animals. But by the snake, it doesn't exist. Kinistam people gamri, because his mouth was totally shut. That's why it was order ato, that mouth, because you did use your mouth for the negative, it was order and in a greater and a deeper way, so that your mouth is totally shut, can't even make any sounds. But Pizem, move on. So based on this, we understand, Shahaklola, the other curse, the curse we're talking about, you should walk on your uh, belly, on your stomach. It's not the walking by foot that caused the sin to persuade you. That is not included in because you did this. This is not, this is something separate. That's why the Eirishter needs to detail it. Just as he needs to detail the other klola. It doesn't need to detail the klola of, of, of speech because that's included in right when it says uh, the other curses he needs to remember of for Teichal you should eat sand. I will make a hatred between you and man. They not been included in Ararato. In Ois Dalet, the Rebbe will explain how come Take the Nochosh was punished in a way that he was Orumikoil. And that is related to the fact that because the Nochosh was Orumikoil, that's why. He was punished, Mikoil, as Rashi says. The Rebbe is going to explain that Rashi's intention over here by saying that since he was sly and of all the animals, that's why he was also punished, Mikoil, of all the animals, is to explain why was he take Mikoil. That comes because he was smarter, Mikoil. That's why he gets punished, Mikoil. Uh, the Rebbe, the Rechagav, rejects that Rashi is not coming to explain why we needed this whole introduction about the Nochosh was sly from all the animals, but rather specifically to explain this question that why did uh, Hashem punish this snake in such a way? And the answer is it's Mikoil because of the Orum Mikoil. Let's look inside. Ulam. We can ask in this uh, idea of itself, we just said that it's the curse was Mikoil, but the question is on the idea, why is it so? Why was it necessary to curse him? That he should also become worse, as we say, he doesn't make any sound. So some people, as the Rebbe said before, Mikola Chayes. Why should he be punished from all the animals? It would seem that it would be sufficient to punish the snake by just taking away his power of speech. 
As we said, that is what brought him to the sin, was the fact that he can speak and persuade her. And he will remain similar to all other behemoths. He still can make noises. Why did he close his mouth altogether? This is answered automatically with that which the Torah has written as an introduction to this portion to the son to the Torah describes first before starting the story with the Nochash and Chava about who the Nochash was. The Torah says, Allah Posik, uh, the Posik says, Nochash Orum Mikol Chaya Sasoda The Posik says that the a snake was a sly of all animals that Hashem made. And Rashi quotes over there from the Pasuk, it says, Oru Mikoil, because he was a sly of all. So Rashi quotes Oru Mikoil, and Rashi says, Lifi Ormosoy, Ugdulosoy, Hoysom Apolosoy. Because his slyness and his greatness, that's why his fall was Oru Mikoil, Oru Mikoil, Oru Mikoil. He was sly of everything, so he was cursed from everything. The Bapashtus Kavonas Rashi, so what is Rashi intending to explain over here? As the Rebbe will say, that why Take was he punished? Answer the question. Why was he punished to be Garua, worse than all the animals? And the answer is because he was Orumikoil, that's why he gets to be Orumikoil. But the Rebbe now says in the brackets, we cannot really say that the uh, Rashi is coming to explain why did we need this whole Pasuk, the whole introduction of Anochash Oru Mikol Chaya Sasode. Rashi says that we cannot say, the uh, Pashtus, Rashi is not intending, the entire Pasuk, not just the idea of Koil, why is he worse than everybody because he was live but to explain why did we need the whole Pasuk over here why did the Torah have to need this introduction before the Torah could have started the story the Nochesh tried to persuade Chava uh, and without saying the Nochesh was Oromikoil and this is what Rashi is trying to explain over here but the Rebbe says no we can't say that because the MK the Rebbe has objection that's not first of all Aleph Rashi should have also quoted the word Vahanochosh, the beginning of it, besides just saying the word Arum. And then to say later Vagoimer because he's explaining the whole Pasuk, not just to bring the words Arum Mikoil. Uh, and minimal Rashi should have quoted Arum uh, Vagoimer. Etc. Instead of just saying Oru Mikoil and not saying the Vagoimer even. So we see that Rashi is just fixated and explaining the words Oru Mikoil. So then, if it would have written the word Oru Mikoil, then we would know that he's trying to explain the whole Pasik. And base number two, Lifizer. This pasuk, if we're trying to explain why we need this whole pasuk, pasuk should have just said that the pasuk did not have to add Asher that Hashem Lekim made. So it comes out that Rashi is not really fully answering. If Rashi's intent is to answer why do we need the whole pasuk, uh, that's would be enough to say uh, to tell you that it was punished. That. But main thing is three, number three, and the main thing the Rebbe says. We understand very easily why the Torah had to write this introduction. Because Kavonos HaKosuv, Bamesha Omar what is the Pasuk intending with what it said that the Nochosh was sly? Is Muvanet Bepashtus, it's understood very simply. Since it's very surprising this matter. As how could the snake make Chava uh, give get Chava to make a mistake? She was in a great 
level she was formed by the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. how could the Nochosh persuade her Hashem took one of his ribs of Adam by even he built it Hashem Elikim built it to a woman so how could the snake persuade her? So if the Torah would have just started with a story that the persuaded her, it wouldn't be understood. That's what the Pesach introduces. That this Nochosh was sly. Not only was he sly, but he was smarter than all the animals that Hashem Elikim made. So basically, Hashem made him into a very smart. That's why he had the ability to get her to make a mistake. So therefore, we know that. So we're not trying to explain why the Pesach needed to have this introduction. We wanted to say that the Nachash was sly. We needed to explain. That explains how the Nachash can get an overhand over the Chava, notwithstanding the Chava was created by Hashem. But rather, what is Rashi trying to explain here? El Rashi wants to explain What is the reason for the emphasis of the Pesach? That the Nochosh was more sly or smarter than all. Why all? Why doesn't it say in short? The Nochosh was sly. Very That's why he had the ability to trick Chava to make her do the mistake. That's what Rashi explains. Why does the When the Tosik adds the word is coming to answer this question which is in the beginning of this Eve. Why did he have such a big downfall, such a great downfall, so that he become worse off than all the animals? That's the terrace in the positive. It's called Based on his uh, trickery and his greatness was his fall. And that's why the Pasuk to specify is why he was so punished. To let us know that corresponding to this he was punished later on. This snake is to be cursed from all. The Rebbe over here explained uh, the question that arises, why was the snake punished so severely to be worse than all the animals that he cannot even speak or make any noise at all? His mouth was totally shut. And the reason is explained in the Pasik by using the words, Rashi explains it when it says, Mikoil, and why does the Pasik say Mikoil? It's for that. The Rebbe negates that don't explain that this Rashi is trying to explain why we needed the whole introduction. The Rebbe in the number three said that's not a question. We needed it because to explain how could the snake have an overhand. But that's not what Rashi's question is. Rashi's question is why do we have to add the word mikoil? And the word mikoil is to explain to us how come he was punished more than all. That was according to his uh, trickery, that was the Mapola. In Ois Hey, uh, the Rebbe will explain, and the Rebbe takes note of every little word, every word in Rashi. Rashi uses the language based on his trickery and his greatness. What is this here? What does it mean about? Uh, the greatness over here. The Rebbe explains that the Nochosh had two main qualities with which he was able to persuade Chava. One being a sly, trickery, smart, in a way of Orma, and Gudulose means his speech. 
because he had greatness. These are the both matters which brought about the uh, persuasion of Chava based on the Orma Gedula, and that is why he was punished also Mikol. Let's look inside. Hey, Vine Apia now Yuvan Gamki. Based on the above, we can also understand Mashakosuv Rashi Altevas Orum. When Rashi explains the words of Orum, so Rashi says Ormosay Ugdulosay. So what is Ormosay Ugdulosay? Lechayda Mau Apirushal Ugdulosay. The question is, see, what does it mean? And his greatness. What kind of greatness are we talking about here? We can't say that we're talking according to his big. He was big physically. Or he had physical strength. Very similar. Because in that case, why are we uh, bringing it in over here? This introduction is coming to explain. So why is Rashi bringing in? Because he was also big, because he was strong. What does it have to do? So that's not. So what is Gdulose? We can't say that his greatness is. It's interpreting what means. His greatness is that he is sly. That was a greatness, but why would Rashi write first which is the Pasik itself says Orum so Rashi doesn't have to say Ormosi. Rashi should just say to explain if Rashi wants to say Orum means that he was great because he was a tricker because he was Orum so he should just say instead of saying no no there's two things over here if Rashi says move If he just says Gulosi, Rashi would we would understand that he's coming to explain that the order means Gulosi. Another thing, the Gamenolilashim, So first of all, what does it mean? And how does Rashi know when Rashi explains the simple meaning that there's two things? The Pasik says Orum, and Rashi says, no, it was Orum Ugdulosi, another thing. There's something else. So, what is this Gdulasi over here? And what is it? How can it be a second thing over here? But based on the above, that we're trying to explain over here why the Nachosh had the ability to uh, have the overhand over Chav and Tricker, it's moving. It's understood. Since the intent of this Posig is the Hasbir. Is to explain. The Rebbe said this whole pasuk is coming to just tell us about the power of the nachos that he had, he able to persuade somebody like Chava, who was Yitzir Kap of Shalak Kodesh Baruch Hu, created by Hashem. So what was What was the build nachos lahachtes Chava to tell us how he had the power to make Chava sin? So we have to say. That in addition to being a tricker, he had to have another power to get to Chava. He had another characteristic in which, in it, and through it, he was able to express his his trickery. and that is So this gedulosi means that he had the power of speech. And that is actually hinted in the word Orum. Orum, he means he was trickery in all the details that Orum describes, which is in potential, in his abilities, and also in the speech. It could be Orum. Talk in a way of sly talk. This Rashi intends with his in interpretation. Rashi wants to details those matters that brought the snake and helped him, helped him, gave him, helped him along to make chavasin or and. And addition to the Gdulosay, Hainu Gdulo, 
that is the greatness, Maile Ba'orum, that is the greatness in Orum, Orum, the greatness of Orum, Shemegale Umafila Sa'orma, that reveals and gets that Orma, that slyness to work. So it was Orum who utilized that Orum in speech to order to get it. In which it was recognized. How could you see that it was exceptionally, he excelled, he was exceptional uh, than all other Balachayim? So that was his Gedul, that was the level in his Orma in which he can speak. That is the uh, actualization of that Orma in this speech. So then it's understood that we're talking about this dibur. So when Rashi says means his trickery and his speech that he can speak in that way. So now, according to this, we also comes out okay. That we don't find explicitly in the language of the curse that that trickery should be removed from him. Because that punishment is included when the Ebishta tells him, just like we said before, that when the Ebishta said, that means the speech, also the Orma is included. Because you did this, because the trickery was what caused him to do all this. So it is Mikoil Kosiso, because this is the doing. The doing is a combination of this Orma and this speech that was taken away. That becomes Or. And this is what Rashi concludes. You are sly of everything. You're cursed. What does it mean, Orum Mikoil? doesn't just mean the Orma, it already means the Gedula too. The Bezer in Yonim Shevi'u Lachtoi. To the two matters that brought him to cause sin or to sin. Haroma Vekoy Chadibor. Both the Haroma, the trickery, and the power of speech. Okenegdom, the Skalil, and corresponding that he was cursed by Orum Mikol from all the animals. So he lost the speech and the Haroma Okenal. That here too, the intentions for these two matters that caused him to do this, so he lost them both, so he doesn't have neither the armor and nor the speech. In Oiz Vav, the Rebbe will say that the lesson from the uh, snake and the punishment is that just like we see in the negative side, that from being you get to the level of so we know that the good measure is more and stronger than the bad measure so we know that from the other extreme that from you can become to the highest level of and this is a lesson that the extreme is possible and if it's possible in the negative, of course it's possible in the Kedusha. And the Rebbe says this is Davke pointed out by the Nochosh, because by the Nochosh we find this concept that while the snake uh, bit later on, we learn in the Torah, uh, that they made the Nechash and the so everybody who was bit uh, through the copper snake, was healed because that's his hapcha to change around. Hashem gave this lesson in the level of the nochosh because to show you that you can, even in the lowest level, it can turn around. Let's look inside. So what's the lesson of this above Rashi? Amr Razal, our sages of blessed memory, say, Mido toiva meruba memidas puranus. Measure of good is more than the measure of punishment. Shemizem, move on. From this we understand. If through this sin he was punished and he was turned around, from being sly and smart uh, than all to becoming cursed of all, he lost everything, all advantages. 
So how much more so is in the side of good in the midotoiva? Through a good action, we have the possibility to turn around from one extreme to the other extreme. From a very low level, curse from everything, to become in a Kedusha way, in a uh, smart way in Kedusha, more than anything else that we can do that. That's a lesson. Lesson is that you can exchange from extremes. If we find it in the negative, how much more so, for sure, in the positive. So why is this lesson of the change around hinted, this lesson is hinted specifically by Inyan HaNochosh, with regards to the snake, because we find this concept of this turnaround from the lowest to the highest in elsewhere. When the snakes uh, bit the Bnei Yisrael in the Midbar, what was the medicine for the biting was making the copper snake through Moshe Rabbeinu. Ben Isbayer, it was explained that the gam that this too was the concept of turning around from one extreme to the other extreme. That we have the snake itself, which matter, which nochosh is misa. Nochosh is misa by by definition, that he got him the chet eitzadas, because he caused the sin of eitzadas, he got him misa loyla, which causes misa to the world. So the nochash is associated with the idea of misa. So you have the nechash and the taking misa, turning it in nepach lisa yod depulas achayim. That was that gave them life. Was the yin of eitzapcha lias depulas achayim. So b'meila, that's why we hint this extreme from one to the other. In the nochosh b'midatoyva, because we find already by a nochosh how it was turned around from misa to the positive. Since the Eberster brings first the healing before the the makel, therefore, while it's the sin alone, when the snake caused. A great descent, Ozkvar Mirumas. Then in the sin, when it started off, right in the beginning, we have already hint We have the ability to turn around from one extreme to the other extreme, to be elevated from a place of sin and death, to tie yourself to the essence of the infinite, which is even higher than the source of life. That's why to get into, tap into the level of even higher than the source of life, that is to make, revive the mason. That's where the refuah comes while they're mason, and then they bring him back to life. This takes place when you look towards the above, as it was with the Nechas and the then you would look, as Rashi explains, it wasn't the Nechas and the but when people looked up, with complete Shuva, you turn yourself around, and you reach the level, and that is hinted by the level, by the idea of the, of the Nochash, even at the time of the sin, this idea of Kotzer la Kotzer. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Breshis, Tovshin Lamed Gimel.